Hi, CityCast listeners. On Thursdays, we like to talk about the things that make Houston, Houston. Today, lead producer Dina Kesba, producer Farrell Gibbs, and I are talking about the drink of summer, iced tea. It is Thursday, July 7th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Dina and Farrell, let's talk about iced tea. Let's talk about the kind that is most common here in Houston. Plain old, southern, straight-up, classic iced tea. We are not talking boba. We are not talking kombucha. We're not talking about iced herbal teas. We're talking about iced tea. So, Farrell, what is iced tea? From what I gather, Uh it is made from leaves of a shrub called Camellia sinensis originated in China uh, because it holds its flavor really well, whereas teas like green teas lose their flavor in a year or so, it's globally consumed and traded. So they take these freshly harvested tea leaves, they Mm -hmm. spread them out in metal troughs, dry them with fans, and then when the leaves wilt, the cell walls of the tea leaves need to be broken so they are rolled for about an hour. Then the leaves are left to oxidize for about eight hours. They're placed in a dryer. And from what I understand, the heat from that dryer fuses in the flavor. And they do that at about 185 degrees for about 23 minutes, somewhere around there. (laughs) My God, I feel like this was like a science lesson. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is a much nerdier answer than I was expecting. So like, okay, but it is, iced tea is the, you know, national drink of the South, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you back up, that's how it's made. But like what it means to us in our hearts is something different. Oh, well, I mean, here's the I can't answer that because we'll be split. Uh We'll be split because something's weird with Texas. And I don't know what it is, but Texas just does not do sweet tea. Mm. And it's a completely different thing, I think. Sweet tea versus non-sweet tea. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to need you to explain that because I'm confused. Well, I think parts of Texas do sweet. If you walk into a restaurant... And you order, I order iced tea. I know in some parts of the South, it's just tea. What do you get? What is the stuff in the cup? And in a lot of the South, it is so sweet that it makes my teeth ache. That's true. But not in Houston. Mm -hmm. Houston is, you know, in the unsweet part of the line. We've got balance, I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Farrell, you are from Alabama. So you grew up on that, on the other side of the line. Right. I think that line is... Beaumont. Everything east of Beaumont. Yeah. I mean, if you mm-hmm. went in and said, I'll have an iced tea, I think it would be sweet tea, probably. I, I have ordered, mistakenly ordered yeah. sweet tea bunches of times in Houston. I'll have sweet tea with this barbecue or whatever. And mm-hmm. every time there's this, oh, sad face <laughs> on the waiter. No, we don't have sweet tea, but we'll bring you sugar, which, you know, right. stir sugar into a glass of iced tea and see what happens. It's not the same. <laughs> it doesn't dissolve. You get the little crystals in the bottom. Right. But that is what those long-handled spoons are for, Farrell. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a snow globe. You stir it like a snow globe, and then they just kind of drift around, and they fall right back down to the bottom. It's free entertainment. <laughs> there you go. So you're saying in Houston, you've never had a cup of, like, sweetened iced tea. You have not had a chance. Not never. Like 95% of the time when you order tea without specifying, it comes the way that God intended, unsweetened. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the waitress will ask you, sweet or unsweet, which I think is weird. That is weird. As if they're back there like removing the sugar somehow. (laughs) 
I have never heard that phrase, sweet or unsweet. Sweet or unsweet? Uh, not, not here no. in Houston. You got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like some of the restaurants, old school restaurants, you know, the kind where the waitress comes around refilling your glass out of the plastic pitcher. Mm-hmm. That's where you get that question. Mm-hmm. For sure. Or maybe like when you're up around that sweet tea line, probably heading toward Beaumont where, you know, it's not clear which side of that line you're from. Yeah. So really, why is it? Why is it that sweet tea rules the land east of here, but people don't do it here much? It's kind of northern, don't you think so? I mean, it's, I'd, I've never seen tea be sweet tea in one area of the country like the south. You know, you go to north, they don't drink it that right. way. And, and Texas. I think this is mm-hmm. one of the places where Houston doesn't break with the old south. I mean... We had so many people moving in here after the 50s that we go with the North and the West. We still want our iced tea because it's hot and we need that little kick of caffeine to get through the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who needs the sugar? True. Makes you fat. Makes you lazy. <laughs> I think that's why. <laughs> you know, in trying to like dive into a little bit of the history to understand like what, what Farrell's is asking. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I learned. Oh, you did homework. <laughs> I awesome. did homework, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to understand. Yeah. All right, tell us. <laughs> so it wasn't until like 1795 where the first tea plantation in the U.S. arrived to South Carolina. Today, there are still a few left in the state. And the first sweet tea recipe ever had been traced back to this cookbook called Housekeeping in Old Virginia by Marion Cabell Tyree. Mm-hmm. And that was published in 1879. Farrell, you mentioned this early, early on in the episode. It called for green tea, which was more commonly, you know, it was uh, drunk as an iced tea at the time. Yeah, right. But until World War II, I mean, when green tea importation was cut off and then... You know, Americans then decided to switch to black tea, which was imported from India because they needed something else other than green tea. And that's, I guess, how we started to have black tea instead of the green tea, which I wonder what the taste difference would be like. I don't know if I would like it as much. Oh, if you'd like green tea as much? Yeah. I like green tea with some fruit to it, Hmm. but I also like my black tea with lemon. But black tea has a stronger taste. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that deep south... You know, the old Confederate South mostly has a super sweet sugar tooth. If you think about pecan mm-hmm. pie. Ooh, man. Or my molar hurts just thinking about it. It is so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the food that I grew up with as a kid was really, really sweet. And I don't know mm-hmm. why that is. Maybe because sugar is a cheap way to make your food exciting. And if you're not using garlic, you got to do something. I don't know. Today's episode is brought to you by us here at CityCast Houston. Have y'all ever thought about advertising with us? We are reaching really smart, funny, interesting people. Opinion makers, taste makers, people who are up on the world around them. They care, they vote. So if you have a business or an event or a cause or an organization, you need to be advertising here with us. Check us out at houston.citycast.fm slash advertise. To go back to one of your questions of like how it's made, I feel like maybe I'm a fraud because the way I've made it was just like (laughs) quick and easy. Grab that Lipton. Let's do, let's go. I think that is totally legit. 
legit. Yeah. Okay, now do you <laughs> boil your water or do you just throw the bags in? Boil the water. Got to boil it first. <laughs> you, you don't boil your water? No. Some people used to call it like a sun tea. Now I'm calling it cold brew because that sounds cooler. But okay. you also don't need any sun. But you just take your tea and you throw it in water. Not loose, not loose leaves floating around. You know, I use tea bags, like the classic Southern Louisiana tea bags. Or mm-hmm. if I'm feeling fancy, I'll use my nice, fancy, loose leaf teas and put them in a tea ball. But you throw it mm. in the water and you walk away. Lisa, did you earlier say this is the way God intended it to be? Yeah. Don't even boil your water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's summer and God takes pity upon us, Farrell. <laughs> he gives us the blessing <laughs> of, you know, cold brew iced tea, something that's delicious and takes no trouble. Do you want to be boiling water? Dean, I can't believe you're boiling water. You know, you you're, you have a point, but it's like I, I put like a little bit of sugar in it uh-huh. just to have like a tiny little kick of sweetness. And it, like it kind of has to be hot. What has to be? Oh, to dissolve, to the, dissolve sugar? the sugar. Yeah. Well, definitely you can't do it after you put your ice in. You know, out in Texas, I feel like every person should own the hyper chiller. You know, the... the no, what is like? Yeah, what is that? I've never heard of it. <laughs> it sounds like I need one. I think everybody does, especially if you want your tea to be sweetened, but you don't want to go through the trouble of waiting for it to cool down. So you can go through all the motions of boiling it and everything. But then you can buy this thing called the Hyper Chiller off of Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of like a to-go cup, like a to-go coffee cup, but it's frozen solid because you put water inside part of it where there's like insulation and you freeze it. And then you take it out of the freezer and then there's a section where you pour your hot drink and it literally takes like not even a minute and it instantly cools down whatever hot drink you've put in there. As long as I have remembered to freeze the thing overnight. (laughs) (laughs) That takes too much trouble, Dina. Okay, so here's what you do. You brew your tea, just by throwing the bags in the pitcher and then... You put a little sugar in it and you stir. It's called a spoon. You probably already own one. And it'll dissolve if you haven't put the ice cubes in. Hyper chiller. <laughs> but how are you going to get it cold? It's called ice. How are you going to get it like iced cold? Iced tea. Ice makes things ice cold. I swear. That's it works. True. That can water it down too much though, though, Lisa. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you ever had boiling hot tea and then you, now it's weak tea. Well, then wait a minute. <laughs> Let it, let it cool, Farrell. How much of a hurry are you in? Or just don't boil the water. Like I'm telling you, don't boil it. Your house will stay oh cooler. God. You won't be so grumpy. Dana, because I, I haven't felt much pushback from you. Are, are you on team sugar tea? I am, but not on super sweet. Not full Southern sugar. Yeah. I see. Like a little sweetness I can actually enjoy, especially if there's a lot of lemon in it. Exactly. Or mint or both. Yeah, yes. Yes. I agree. I'm with you on the super. You stick your spoon in and it like it's coated in like syrup. It's (laughs) it's like somewhere between like cotton candy and a praline. I mean, it's gross. That's southern southern tea. That I'm not a huge fan of. I don't like drinking liquid syrup. I'm with that. That's your Farrell, that's you. Are you liquid syrup? Well, I mean You're from Alabama. (laughs) I like sweet tea, right? Uh Yeah. I mean, my, and, and and I will say they do it really sweet there, but like, I don't like it that sweet, like as sweet as what you're describing. However, I feel like the level of sweetness that I like would probably gross both of you out. It would be too sweet. I feel oh, certain. That so. is true. But all right. I like you anyway, yeah. Farrell. Yeah, same. Well, you know, I mean, 
<laughs> if that's the only thing we can disagree on, we're in great shape. Yeah. All right. So y'all, do you order sweet tea when you go out to eat? Or do you order plain tea? Do you order tea when you go out to eat? Yes and no. Uh-huh. I want like I went through a phase in college where I was obsessed with sweet tea. Because there's a McAllister's right on campus at U of H. Uh-huh. They have good tea. They have really good. What makes it so good? Because it's not so sweet. Yes, sir. Oh, it's not that so sweet. Okay. sweetness, but it's pretty bitter. Uh-huh. And then you get lemon yep. with it. Yeah. I argue that it might be the best thing that McAllister's has. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Farrell, do you order tea when you're eating out? Really only with two meals. And it's, very, it's kind of strange, but I like sweet tea with barbecue uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. And I also love it with Tex-Mex. And I was thinking about it today. Mm. You know, it seems so strange to want to have a sweet tea or a sweet drink maybe to, to you. But I mean, if you went and got a plate of Tex-Mex, you would get a margarita. And a margarita is super sweet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I do think those intense flavors go well with sugar, even though I don't want it <laughs> right there. Right. So when you are ordering tea, do you order tea? Do you order iced tea? Do you order sweet tea? How do you say it? How about you, Dina? I ask for sweetened iced tea. And then if they look at me weird or they say, oh, we don't have that, then I obviously do not order it because I know they are going to give me just a cup of tea with some sugar on the side. <laughs> That's exactly sweetened right. Sweetened iced tea. That's very formal. It is. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Farrell? I always, I was brought up do you watching even think about it? my dad. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I say, can I, can I have some sweet tea? Yeah. It's always just sweet tea. Sweet tea. One word. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know why I've always said sweet tea because it always comes sweet where I come from. But right. I guess watching my dad. I, I do hear that in the South. I hear sweet tea. Yeah. it's Even though sweet tea. it would never come any other way. And in Houston, I say iced tea, even though, you know, like Captain Benny Seafood Shack, there's no way somebody's going to bring me a steaming cup of Earl Grey. <laughs> it's going to be iced. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's something kind of refreshing to the phrase. I want a glass of iced tea. Sweet tea, iced tea. Okay, so where else do y'all like to get iced tea when you're out? Do you have favorites? Mm -hmm. McAllister's for sure is number one for me. Mm -hmm. Lightly sweetened. And I think if I have like no option, (laughs) I know Farrell's going to kick me for this, but I would go to (laughs) Chick-fil-A and get their sweet tea from there. There's a sweet, right? It's pretty it's good. They're doing yeah, the southern sweet. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're trying. There are different <laughs> levels of yeah. bag in the box tea in this world, you know. Convenience store sweet tea is a big no. But Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. they probably have a pretty good brand. I like the places that are kind of playing around with some flavors to their tea. Um, there's one mm. in Montrose called Louisville um, that usually has you know, a couple of selections of tea. You know, there's the caffeinated flavored and then there's usually some green tea or herbal. Mm. And it's really good. You know, they've made it fresh. They're thinking about it. Stuff changes. But I also love those old school places where the waitress, you know, keeps coming back and giving you refills because mm. it's summer and, mm-hmm. you know, there's no way a little eight ounce glass is going to be enough <laughs> for me. Do you know something? Not only when when I got to Texas did we have to knock the sugar out of the tea because podcasting and sweet tea doesn't go well together. But also my <laughs> wife unfortunately read this book in school by Dr. Matthew Walker, who's the director of UC Berkeley mm-hmm. Sleep Lab. And so now our tea doesn't have any caffeine in it because that book says no caffeine after 2 p.m. So as to not disrupt sleep. And I was Mm. kind of not cool with that uh, at first (laughs) 
Then I realized, you know, I like tea late in the day. And uh, I never missed the caffeine because I'm drinking tons of it in coffee in the morning. Oh, so you were drinking unsweet, uncaffed. Well, we're making <laughs> sweet tea, decaf sweet tea, but I uh-huh. I don't drink it every day. I drink it, you know, I drink maybe a pitcher about mm. every week and a half. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Does it have some sweetness to it or not? Nah? It does. Okay. But deep in your heart, we know what you want, Farrell. You want the caffeine, you want the sugar, you want the ice. Particularly with barbecue. You know, I came to Texas and where I come from, barbecue is wonderful. It's the best I've ever had. And I had heard so much about Texas barbecue and I came here highly skeptical. And uh, it it was every bit as good and maybe better than I had heard. Mm. But like nothing goes better with brisket and ribs and all that stuff than sweet tea. And I, I just don't know how Texans can do it. You have this wonderful barbecue and then you're drinking unsweet tea. It's, it's an abomination. I don't know. It's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been fun. This has this been fun. Great. That was Dina Kesba and Farrell Gibbs. Farrell, what is going on around Houston today? Thank you, Lisa. Yesterday, the White House said that President Biden has, in fact, read Brittany Griner's letter delivered on the 4th of July. Brittany Griner, the WNBA superstar whose hometown is Houston, has been detained in Russia since mid-February. The letter from Brittany Griner to the president described her sitting alone in a Russian prison, terrified that she might be there forever. She pleaded with the president to use his power to help her. And yesterday, the president and the vice president called Griner's wife, Sherelle Griner, to assure her and Brittany that he is trying to secure Brittany's release as soon as possible. We will certainly be keeping an eye on that. Also, last week on the Things to Do in H-Town Before You Die episode, I was informed by listener Stacy Viviano that the place on Highway 6 bypass that sells the fountains and the Bigfoot statues is actually not Diorio's, like I said, to my great shame, but rather Frazier's ornamental and architectural concrete. It's a great place over in Hempstead. I'm so glad I had the chance to clear this up. Great catch, Stacy. That is it for CityCast Houston today. If y'all have thoughts you want to share about iced tea, send them our way. Call our voicemail. 713-489-6972 or email us at Houston at citycast.fm and you know we might just share them with the world talk to you tomorrow bye yeah it's called editing my poor children <laughs>